body of phantoms and monsters. They exist among us, and sometimes they win. Even the devil was an angel once. The world has its own rules, and these rules are not human. Some of us seek answers to the origin and existence of cryptids and the unexplained. Join us as we venture beyond the known and accepted boundaries. Welcome to our nightmare. I think you're going to like it. Hey folks, good evening and welcome to another episode of Phantoms and Monsters Personal Reports, where I narrate and discuss some of the cryptid and unexplained sightings and encounters submitted to Phantoms and Monsters and Phantoms and Monsters 14 research team. So thanks for joining me. So uh, Phantoms and Monsters radio channel is made possible by you clicking the subscribe and like buttons. And uh, also sharing our programming. Super chat and super thanks donations are appreciated. Uh, you can click the dollar icon located below the chat box. And uh, the buy me a coffee link is and banner are also there. So uh, thanks for your consideration. So now if you're in the chat and have a question, please save it for the end of the show. I'll let you know when to start posting your questions. And uh, I'll try to get to each and every one of them. Now, I'm kind of getting a little bit out of my, <laughs> I don't know, I, I guess my expertise. I'm not a real big hat man uh, expert. I, you know, I've dealt with a few, but um, not many. You know, the hat man is a phenomenon which witnesses report seeing a shadowy like entity dressed in a trench coat and wearing a hat many times a, a wide brim fedora so the hat man acts like a ghost and usually visible standing up and uh, many people report bumping into the entity as well uh, and it moves around a bit but then usually just vanishes and unlike a ghost which might have some facial features the hat man's usually just a shadow with no identifi identifiable features to it um this entity has some substance, and many paranormal researchers believe it actually studies and observes the people in its midst. So I ask, have you seen the hat man? So we're going to get through this. I've got a few older accounts that I've, I've had sent to me over the years. And uh, at the end, I'll, I'll see what kind of questions I can answer for you. So the first account... The, the witness stated, I was in a downtown Austin Congress Avenue, uh, Austin, Texas, Congress Avenue, visiting a local bar. It's a well-known place for paranormal activity in Austin. Now, I met a young man and asked him if he had any ghost stories about the place. He said, yes, he told me a few. Then he told me, you know, there's something that still bothers me from when I was a kid. I asked, well, what's that? 
he told me, when I was six years old in my bedroom, I saw a dark shadowy figure wearing a trench coat and a hat. And I asked, what kind of hat? He replied, a fedora. And uh, I went on to describe what a fedora looked like. And he said, well, yeah, that's what it looked like. Uh, what happened then? I asked, did it come close to you? And he said, no, it just stood there. Did you see its face? No, I didn't see his face. I said, well, what did you do then? And uh, he said, I just pulled the covers over my head. I said, of course, I understand that. He said, I looked all over the place. I tried to meet people who saw the same thing. It's all over the Internet. Uh, he said, I ironically, I've not found anything on the Internet like that, but you just met someone that saw the same thing you did. She said, when I was uh, 21 years old, I was at my house. I had an old friend of mine who I grew up with across the street. And the house was wide open. My parents were absent for the evening, which was unusual. Front back doors open. We had screen doors. I was trying to air the place out. It was summertime. We went back to the old kitchen, back towards the back door to go outside. And right on the other side of the screen door, I saw the same thing, this dark, shadowy figure. It looked like it was wearing a trench coat. It was the hat man. I looked it up online. That's what I saw. Here's the thing that's different from all the other stories I saw online. I saw the face. And the face was a skull. Yeah, it was a skeleton from what I could tell. The only part of the body that I could see was the face. And it was a skull. It was wearing a trench coat. And it had a fedora cap on its head. And it just stood there. And so I looked at my buddy that I had grown up with. And I could see his eyes were wide open. He had the look of fear in his face. I looked at him, and he looked at me, and we ran outside through the old house, back to the front of the house, out the door, back across the road to his old house. We stood there wondering, what were we going to do? Before anything, I said, well, what did you see? I know you saw something. I saw your face. And he said, he, he told me what he saw, and, well, I saw the same thing. And uh, so we got back over there. My house is wide open. I just can't leave it like that. My parents come home and kill me. And so I said, I'm going back to the house and we're, you're coming with me. He said, no, I'm not. I said, yes, you are. You're coming back with me. I was terrified. And that's not the first thing that happened in that house, but that's another story. But this was the time I saw that apparition entity, whatever it was. We retreated into the house after getting wet. Nothing was there. The house was still open. Nothing was behind the back screen door nothing was there but we did see the same thing and this young man that i met at the bar in austin i was not drinking at by by the way i'm just asking questions he said i have other stories about this place and he told me after our conversation ghost stories and whatnot it was entertaining but he told me that he has seen the same thing i had he was six years old i was 14 we both saw the same thing now, the other account was our, our home was painted in early October 2003. We retreated to bed exhausted every night of the week. One night, I woke up shocked. To my right, there were three shadow hat men standing against the wall side by side. The room was dark, but the shadow men were dark. I couldn't see any details. They were made of thick material. 
they were not flat shadows on the wall. I couldn't, I couldn't move my body, but I could move my eyes. They were all different heights with the tallest in the middle, maybe seven foot high. Their hats looked like mashed top hats. Dread overwhelmed me. It was encompassing. It felt like the room was full of evil. Now, as this dread filled my body, I instantly prayed. I asked God to cover our bed with a dome of white life and thanked him for protecting us. I'm not sure how long I felt paralyzed in bed, but the shadow didn't move. They just stood there watching me. Next thing I remember, they, were, they just seemed to fade into the wall. When I could move, I woke my husband. He, of course, said that I had just had an awful dream. I couldn't get back to sleep. But before morning, I was overcome with terrible apprehension feeling and something ominous was going to happen. More than ever, I prayed for my family's protection. Couldn't shake the feeling, that horrible feeling. Then two weeks later, I had my first attack from an autoimmune disease that I was later diagnosed with. I lost my vision and the entire right side of my body came numb. I couldn't walk without help and looked like I had had a stroke. A week after that, my sister-in-law fell, broke her pelvis, and she believed she accidentally overdosed on pain medication and died. It was the worst month of my family's life. I felt like the shadow man or the shadow hat man were the terrible sign of foreboding. I never seen them again nor felt that overwhelming dread. I still have an autoimmune disease and occasionally relapse, but for the most part, I'm doing well. I can see, walk, talk, etc. In 2010, my husband spoke with a psychic who told him that, yes, things are well in our home. However, he told him to clean, cleanse our home with sage and rid our home and lives of clutter. We've done this, and I really feel that the sage helped every few months just in case something else lurks our way. I never won another encounter with a shadow hat man again. I feel they come with evil. You know, I hear that from some people. I don't know if that's true or not, but, you know, are they a harbinger? Are they foreboding? I don't know. Maybe some people in on the chat can tell me if they've had some type of experience like that. So this other eyewitness is from the Netherlands, and he wrote to me. This is a story that happened to me a long time ago. I could not have been older than 10 as I'm in my 30s now. That was probably around late 90s. When I was a young boy, my bed was in the opposite corner of the room facing the doorway. In front of my bed was a carpet with a road and a small town printer on it. I used to drive small cars around on them. I recall waking up that night to an eerie feeling, noises coming from next to my bed, scratches, scurrying, squeaking of the toy wheels, etc. I sat straight up, trying to get my bearings and stared into the dark at the carpet. I swear I could see my cars moving independently. Flabbergasted, I sat there thinking this couldn't be true, but there they were, moving back and forth over the road. I slowly looked up at the doorway, which was open for some reason. I never sleep with the door open as my door is directly in front of a staircase and I didn't like the view down that staircase. For some inexplicable reason, I noticed that the dim light coming from the front door downstairs was blocked. Now, part of the doorway was dark. I could see a silhouette of a person wearing a long coat and a large brim hat. The very second I realized that what I was looking at, 
I was overcome with fear and screamed at the top of my lungs. Mom, Dad, wake up. As I backed in, I was facing the doorway. Seconds later, my parents' light came on and they opened the door. As my parents' light filled the hallway, the silhouette dissipated and nothing was left. I sat there terrified with my toy cars scattered across the carpet. My mom asked what was wrong and why I was screaming. I didn't know what to say. I pointed to my cars and told her that they were moving on their own and that a man was standing in my doorway. She sued me and calmed me back down to a state where I could sleep again. I agreed that she could not stay with me all night and let her go back to her own room. When she got back into bed with my father, I overheard her asking if he recalled my door being open when they got to bed. They both agreed that it was closed and mumbled about it for a while. I drifted off to sleep after an hour or so of listening to them mumbling. This occurrence has stayed with me for the rest of my life. I believe now that I have experienced the hat pin phenomenon. So the next account, the witness states, it's funny how time works. I saw something strange 20 years ago that I didn't know was strange. I listened to a podcast that rekindled the long forgotten memory. The episode was about shadow people. Mysterious dark figures sometimes show up in and around people's homes. I vaguely remember reading something about them a couple of years ago, but they themselves didn't spark any memories for me. However, it was one type of shadow person, the hat man, that caused me to double take. Rewinding to 1997, I was a freshman at Rutgers University in New Brunswick, New Jersey. Now, my dorm room was located on the third floor of a rather drab-looking dorm room. It was early, with faint blue light of morning seeping through the crack between the window and the curtain. It might have been the weekend because I recall my roommate had gone home and I was not and was not there that morning. <clears throat> I opened my eyes and the first thing I noticed was a figure sitting next to my bed, no more than three or four foot away. The beds in the dorm were set lower to the ground than a typical bed would have been. This meant I had a clear line of sight, and it's a sight I will never forget. The figure was sitting on the floor with his back against his, the bed. His feet were flat on the floor, and his knees pointed straight up. His arms were casually resting on his knees as he looked down. I couldn't see any clothing. All I saw was a deep black body. But the feature that was most dominant, and why I'm referring to the figure as he, was the wide brim hat he wore. Could not see a face, mostly because the hat brim obscured it from the side. I had to blink hard a couple of times to ensure my eyes were clear, but when I did, he was still there. My next cogent thought was that a drunk person had stumbled into the wrong room and passed out. After all, it was college. The problem was that, however, was that I always locked my door at night. Hello, I said in an aggressive tone, trying to convey that I was clearly unhappy with the stranger intruding in my room. After a second or two, but a minute or two, the figure slowly faded. The spot where he was sitting was visibly lightening, was visibly lightened as he did. At the time, it was weird because before that, I had never had a groggy dreamlike vision that I knew some people had had when he woke up in the morning or in the middle of the night. Now, 20 years later, I still had no drowsy visions. 
that morning was the only time I experienced anything like that. Now, even though it was a one-time occurrence, it was obvious to me that for whatever reason, my brain had indeed conjured up an early morning foggy illusion. And I don't think about it much at all for the next two decades. But just recently, 20 years later, I learned about the hat man. Upon hearing the first description while listening to that podcast, I immediately thought of the, the shadow figure that I had seen that morning in my dorm at Rutgers. The parallels to dozens of accounts were there. The figure I've seen had this, the large brim hat was darker than black and was spotted near my bed. What's the probability that my subconscious created such an image 20 years before I even knew an almost identical being existed in the paranormal world? That memory, which has lain dormant for 20 years, has now taken on a whole new level of eeriness for me. Now, the next account, the witness states, I want to tell you about when I was when I first saw a shadow man. It was 1966. I slept in my parents' bedroom. I think I was because my dad painted my bedroom, and I slept on an old rollaway bed. And from where the rollaway rollaway bed was situated, you could look out into the hallway and down the stairs. And I saw a shadow man. At least I think it did. It was having I was having trouble falling asleep as I always do as I suffer from insomnia. So I'm lying there looking out into the hallway and down the stairs and I see what appears like a hat forming above the stairs because it was obviously below them. But I see this head coming up with the hat on like a fedora hat. And it's slow, slow coming up the stairs. I'm just looking at it thinking it was a trick of light. But there was enough light that showed into the hallway because my mother always had the light on in the bathroom so that we could get to the bathroom, you know, whenever. Anyway, I'm watching this thing and I'm not sure what it is at the time. It's gliding up the stairs. It's not walking upstairs. It's just gliding up the stairs. And it looked, you know, I could see the head, the shoulders, and then the torso appeared. That's when I started crying. Not hysterically or anything like that, but I started to weep. And it seemed like I was weeping for a long time before my mom woke up and or whatever. But anyway, while I was crying, I saw this thing come up the stairs, all the way to the stairs. Up the whole way up the stairs to the landing. It's on the floor. Not on the stairs now. It's about, I don't know, 15 feet away from me. It's about that time my mom heard me and picked me up and put me in her bed. Now, I know she saw it because she woke up my dad and they searched the house. We lived in a nicer part of the city, but there were still problems. They searched for someone who had broken in. That's why my mom saw it. That's why, that's why my mom saw it, too. They searched the house and never found anything. All the windows and doors were locked just as they were when they went to bed. Uh, here's the last account. And if you've got any questions, just put them up on the, um, just put it up on the chat. Now, you must understand the situation. It's 1987. My girlfriend at the time and I co-habituated. She was probably six months pregnant with our son. We had a two-bedroom apartment. It was beautiful stucco walls and everything on the street in Wilkins, Wilkinsburg, Pennsylvania. This is the home of the 
the church, which was the last stop on the Underground Railroad with Harriet Tubman. They used to have this cigar factory, but after shutting it down, they converted it into apartments. We lived in apartment number two. And something had taken place where we started, excuse me, where we decided the place was just a bit too spacious for us, starting out money-wise. So we decided to move down to apartment six, which was a bedroom and a living room. It was smaller than most, but economically, it was great. Before I go to bed every night, I have a cigarette. I have a lighter on my nightstand. Trying to sleep one night in the middle of the night, I get to take the, to the bathroom and light up a cigarette. It's an unhealthy habit, I know. The cigarettes and lighter were gone when I reached for them. I walked in through the house into the kitchen, and they were sitting on the kitchen table at the end, side by side. I turned around, I picked up the cigarettes, pulled one out, lit it up, turned around, and from the kitchen light shining into the two rooms, I saw the shadow figure of a gentleman sitting in a chair in a corner. He had a fedora hat on. All right, here's the twist, I said. Who the hell are you? I turned around to grab something. I mean, I was sure there was somebody sitting there. I turned around and the guy was gone. So folks, you have any questions or if you have anything to say about a hat man, here's your chance to do it. So, uh, let me look here real quick first. I'll be right here. Okay, let's see. We got a question here. Hokey Pokey asks, can you smudge these things out? You should try, but they leave on their own positive energy as possible. You know, I, I have, first of all, I am not a proponent of smudging. I, I have never really known it in my experience to really work. Uh, some people swear by it. Um, I mean, white sage is, in, as far as I'm concerned, all it does is stink the house up. I don't, I, I don't know how, really how much it works. Of course, you know, it, it's it's an Indian, I mean, a Native American use of smudging. I say let the um, let the Native Americans use it. I have just never really used it that much. I mean, I, I've been to places and uh, where people insisted on using it, you know, if I do a case. But if, I, if I'm involved with one personally... And I'm the lead. I, I don't recommend it. And when somebody brings it up, I, I normally say it not to use it. But I know other people like to use it. Uh, Bernadette, what do you think the hat man wants? I don't know. You know, I think the, the observation and study thing is, is interesting. Um, you know, shadow people, I, I and I think it's different than what shadow people are. Shadow people are just malevolent beings. I mean, they're, they're not spirits. They're not past spirit energies. I don't know what they really are, but they're not human. They don't have any human aspect to them, but they feed off of, um, they feed off of energy and they're dangerous. I, you know, when I get involved with a case that has had, uh, that's had shadow people, I, I tell the people involved that, you know, not not much to, unlike a poltergeist you've got to kind of calm things down uh they they seem to look for trouble and they feed off that um 
that negative energy. As far as a hat man goes, I don't know. You know, they very rarely seem to disturb people other than to shock them when they see them. Uh, you know, of course, I read one account there where the person thought it was a foreboding, some type of harbinger. That may very well be true. So I don't know how anybody else thinks about that or what they feel about that, but possibly. Dave McGinnis, any thought that some of these types of phenomena might be tulpas? Oh, sure. I, I think it, it's a possibility. Um, I believe in tulpas. I believe in thought forms. I, I, you know, that's what a poltergeist is. A poltergeist is a talk, thought form, a tulpa. It's an unconscious mind manifestation. Uh, it's nothing, no spirit to it. It's just a, um, it's just a human manifested being that gains energy through, uh, you know, through misfortune and, and, you know, dysfunction in a household and such. You know, I, I, I think, I think the shadow, shadow people are like that. I mean, the shadow persons are, um, you know, even though they, they make, they become very malevolent, but I think the hat man, I don't think that's what that is, but I, you know, maybe it does, maybe a, a tulpa could be an explanation for it, but quite honest, I don't think that's what it is because most people seem to be very shocked by it. And a lot of times it's in situations where it's pretty benign. So, uh, I don't, I don't think they show up in a lot of places where there's some issues going on, but you know, I could be wrong. Savage Grammy, does the hat man intentionally appear to certain people or just roam around freely? You know, that's a good question. I don't know. It just seems that they show up. I mean, you know, I, I, I think it could be that they, they find something, you know, that they're curious. Uh, the living are curious to them and they just come and show up and look around and, and watch and, and wait and eventually fade away. Because I, I very rarely heard about a hat man sticking around at a location for an extended period of time. Sure, they come and go, you know, but as far as an, ex an extended period of time, I don't know. Martha Snyder, do you ever hear of a hat man sighting outdoors? I have. I have heard of it. Um, it's all. I think it's always close to home, though. The home of the, the person that sees it, either in the yard or a woods or something near them. But uh, yeah, I have heard of them being outside. Joshua twelve twelve. What do you really think the Hat Man are? Well, there you go. Maybe somebody else can answer that. I don't know what they really are. Um, I, I, I think there may very well be some type of spiritual connection with them. Um, is it, is it a type of ghost? Ah, you know, it's, it's just creepy. And, uh, I, I know most people that I've talked to who have had the experience just find it more creepy than anything else, though they can't really find a connection with them. Uh, many times when you have a ghost or you, you see a ghost or you see some type of other energy, a, a lighter being, there seems to be a connection. Um, you you kind of have a feeling, but a lot of people see these hat men don't don't have much of a feeling at all. They're just shocked or amazed or wonder why they show up. 
Bernadette, what do you think the hat man shows itself to kids? It seems a lot of encounters happen when a person is smaller. That's a good observation. I don't know. Maybe they're more fascinated by kids. Uh, that could very well be. You know, they're innocent. You know, maybe they're looking for somebody to play with. <laughs> I don't know. But I, it's, it, it seems to me that they may very well be more attracted to kids than adults. Yeah, Jonathan Williams. Is it possible the Hat Man is a higher level shadow person? I don't know. It could be, I guess. Now, when you say higher level, I don't know. You know, I, I I think it would probably be the opposite. I'd be a, I thought I thought it would probably be a lesser level because shadow people are just plain nasty. They are. They are, they are nothing you want to fool with because I dread getting shadow, shadow man cases. I really do. Uh, shadow person cases because it always means that there, there's an issue going on in the household. Uh, there's maybe sickness involved, but there's definitely dysfunction going on. There's a reason why it showed up. There's a reason why it's there to, to feed off the negativity. Uh, and that's why I hate dealing with it. Uh, you know, it's it's it's. It's a tough case. You can't really go in there and do much about it. Uh, usually the, the hat man just takes off and, you know, just doesn't hang around and mess with people for a long period of time. Marla Snyder, have you heard any stories of hat man being aggressive? Not really. Not really, other than, you know, kind of showing up the wrong place at the wrong time. I mean, but it doesn't seem like they're very aggressive. They seem to be um, like a, a word I like to use, like benign. They just kind of show up. They kind of seem to be watching, and um, they don't really distinguish themselves too much. So, no, I don't think, they, I don't think they're aggressive at all. Jonathan Williams, is it possible that the hat man is higher level of regular shadow person? Yeah, somebody had asked that. You you asked that earlier. Nancy Malcolm says, I think the hat man's a trickster sprite who takes on the common boggle man thoughts of humans. That may be. Uh, just to Line, I've heard that a fairly well-known ceremonial magician newly living in Salem had malignant shadow people he asked to protect the property, gave him a job and no more problems. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know if I'd do that. I, I wouldn't even know why anybody would do that, to be quite honest, but because it just seems too unpredictable. Uh, Tom's Carroll, with the hat and the trench coat, I wonder if some of these sightings might be a time slip seeing something from the past possibly that's that's a good observation maybe maybe it is a time slip being maybe it's something that just does show up as a result of time slip yeah i, I think there may be something to that pokey pokey shadow man is a watcher why no idea Savage Grammy, what do you recommend a person do if one appears in your room at night? Uh, 
honestly, I really don't know what you can do because, quite frankly, they don't normally stick around long. Um, I mean, if it's something that's constantly showing up, you know, and you know, I I don't have any problem people using some type of protection, uh, using light protection. That, that should work. I don't think sage works, but light protection should work. Uh, as far as salting a room or anything to that effect, I don't know if that would even work too. Maybe, maybe some tourlamine or tourlamine black tourlamine or some type of other uh, crystal or such maybe will help. Um, but I don't think they're malicious. So um, they just seem to show up in any unknown reason, you know. Pokey pokey, they exude a type of authority. Very weird. That may be. It is weird. Just teratum. Any aversion to iron or other materials, crystals, etc., people have reported. It may be. I, I don't know. I you know, I, I guess crystals. I haven't heard about iron, but crystals may help. That may help to kind of dissipate them showing up. Soterium, protection from hat man or shadow people by using iron or crystals. Yeah, use crystals. And if you use crystals, use dark crystals. Um, tourmaline is what I always use, black tourmaline. Uh, that, that, that seems to be the best for me. And I think a lot of people use that as well. But dark crystals, even smoky quartz, if it's really dark, may help it's got a nice energy to it uh joshua twelve twelve. do you have an epithosis why people are seeing more and more of these dark entities you know you know i've been doing this a long time i don't know if there are more and more people seeing dark entities that there ever was before i think people report them more now because they feel less inhibited about doing that but uh you know i don't know if people see more dark entities or any type of um malevolency any more than they did before i just think people are more open to it and you know if they if they feel they have an issue, they report it more often. Um, you know, when I was doing, a, and I, I still occasionally get people asking me to, to come in, especially locally, to work on, you know, work on hauntings and possible uh, intrusions or some type of uh, infestation. But um, not any more than usual. Just a terror, just a rotom. Disturratum. What hat man have same appearance? It sounds like uh, Egregory? Tulpa created by several people. Could be. But I, I, I think I think they may, as opposed to um, as opposed to a shadow person, I think there may be some type of spiritual aspect to it. And the reason I say that is many times it doesn't seem to be malevolent and it does seem to fade fast. 
And that's kind of a hallmark of, of a human type energy um, that it doesn't stick around long. So maybe it is. Savage Grammy, when was the first reporting of a hat? Oh my God, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I have no idea. Maybe I'll look that up and check it out. I, I, you know, I've been hearing about the hat man for 40 years. I mean, this isn't a new phenomenon. This has been going on for a long time. Yeah, they, Marla says maybe they're just here to observe. I mean, I, I think that's very possible. That may be very, very possible. So, okay, folks. So, uh, as before, you know, I, you know, if you've got any subjects or uh, that you'd want me to cover in in a um, in one of these reports, feel free to let me know about it. I, I've got a, a lot of response when asking for it, so uh, I try to put some things together. I had to really, I, I was telling Bernadette, I had to dig deep to get these because these are old sightings and reports that came in to me many, many years ago. I very rarely get a lot of them now. Mostly what I get is cryptid stuff, but occasionally I get something. Yeah, um, Savage Grammy says that the hat style seems to be from the 40s. Yeah, so maybe it is, it, maybe it is a phenomenon from since the 40s, you know. So that is a quite, that is 80 years, so who knows. But it does seem that, uh, you know, I've been hearing about these hat men for a long time. So, so anyway, thanks to each and all of you for watching and chatting. I just love it when you come in. Your support is what makes this possible. Please like, subscribe, and share. And if you like to leave us a donation, that'd be very much appreciated. And if you have a sighting or encounter report that you'd like to be considered for a personal report show or post to the Fans of Monsters, feel free to forward my email at lonstrippofansofmonsters.com. So again, until we meet again, stay healthy and have a good night.